and for all the uh, the efforts that uh, the prayer team has taken i pray that you will bless all the prayer leaders of all the churches we want to thank you also for our pastor thank you lord for his ministry bless his ministry and his family too thank you lord that uh, there are many other requests which i might not have failed but i pray dear heavenly father and stretch forth my hand over those requests that lord your anointing will be upon those requests that your blessing will descend upon those requests that they are answered if it is in accordance to your will may may it descend upon those requests so that everybody who has asked in faith will receive it in jesus name amen 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 bless the lord amen amen thank you all the paul for those powerful prayers thank god amen so at this time the children will go into their breakouts for their children's um readings and their prayers and um whilst they're doing that and we're waiting for Pastor Kirk um uh, our pastor Melky will say a few words and then we will hear Pastor Kirk um so we allow the children to go into their breakouts and then Pastor Melky once again it is my humble privilege to introduce uh pastor Kirk Thomas and good evening everyone and good evening pastor Kirk and uh, before i introduce him i also would like to welcome pastor anthony uh, who is here and although he is on holiday he is here to encourage us and bless us he will be uh, the speaker on wednesday i believe so welcome on behalf of our congregations okay by now you all must have realized how powerful is uh, pastor kirk thomas and how the holy spirit has possessed him for his mighty task um just one or two things um before i say thanks to him for his uh, three consecutive uh, meetings including today uh, you know uh, there was a time that lay people our members would like to learn something in order to reach the community and uh, all of a sudden there appeared a star from guyana um, and he was uh, chosen as the um south england conference personal ministry director so when he came into his reign uh, he started a marvelous ministry called school of evangelism and where uh, many courses were uh, introduced including medical ministry and uh, so far hundreds of people were benefited including few of our members and so uh, i praise the lord for such a wonderful long term vision that god has put in his uh, heart and so also because i am one of the coordinators i closely associating with him in terms of core of adventism and whenever i attended his meeting i did understand that he is not only an evangelist or preacher or a good pastor he is a very powerful leader the way that he brings money from different resources in order to pay uh, the bills of all the guest speakers and the local speakers it is quite extraordinary that i have observed and uh, and thank you pastor kirk for uh, divine service and yesterday afternoon meeting 
And even today, as I told you yesterday, that I received so many uh, messages in my phone that this pastor is very powerful. Okay, and I completely confess and acknowledge their text that you are man of God. Amen. And I should thank your wife and your children for allowing you to uh, spend uh, uh, three sessions with us. So may the Lord bless you and uh, may the Lord bless the British Union Conference personal ministry uh, through you. God bless you, sir. And this is your time. Amen. You have to unmute. You have to unmute. We can't hear you, Pastor. Can't hear you. Yes, yes. Yeah, we can join again. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes, yes. Yes. Are you hear me now? Yeah, yes. we can hear you now. Okay, good. Sorry about that uh, technology again. Um, yeah, so thank you very much, uh, Pastor Melky. I am very happy to be here with you. I know I need to be very quick. Uh, based on what Sister Vorbina uh, sent me in the program, I have 20 minutes and I should have been on at 10 to 8 to finish at 10 past 8. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, do I still have, or should I, or, or do worry, I have, Pastor, you have, you have 20 minutes. Yeah, that's I'll fine. Up in two minutes if you... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so let me, let me go, let me, let me preach quickly then. I'm glad to see Pastor Anthony as well. Uh, my very, very good friend and colleague, uh, Pastor Melky, thanks for your kind words again. Uh, Sister Verbina, Elder Verbina, thank you again. Uh, tonight we want to consider um, the subject, the four P's of kingdom living. And uh, the, the text for tonight that I want you to find in your Bibles, on your phones, iPads, wherever, is Hebrews 12, uh, the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. A familiar text that we will seek to glean uh, insight from a familiar text Hebrews chapter 12 uh, verses 1 and 2 why seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us 
and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. I am sure that if I should ask for a show of hands, that many of you, if not all of you, would put your hands up if I ask you if you love the Olympics. Well, I, being a sports enthusiast and one who had a, a bit of an athletic career in my early days, um, and, and of course still plays football, which I know Pastor Anthony enjoys as well and still plays, um, and, and, and any form of sports I, I, I would 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 pay an interest to probably except golf probably that 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 one is very confusing um but i i love the olympics the olympics for me is probably uh the the, the greatest show on earth i mean the football world cup is classified as the greatest show on earth but the, the olympics because in the olympics you have a sport for every single person who likes some sort of 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 sporting activity and so in 2012, we had the, the big Olympics here in London, in the United Kingdom. And if you had an opportunity to go there for one of those, maybe you, you were rich enough to get the tickets or fortunate enough to be a volunteer, to be present in one of the stadiums, it must have been a tremendous experience. However, the Olympics that I really, really uh, was, was interested in because of the marquee event, which was... Um, and which is the 100 meters sprinter dash was the 2008 one, the one that was held in, in the Bird's Nest Stadium in Beijing, China. Why was I interested in this? Not only because of the picturesque nature of China and all the sights and songs and everything that the media portrayed about China during that time, but the fact that no one was a clear favorite for the 100 meters. Uh, you see, uh, leading up to that Olympics, no one won enough races, the Diamond Leagues, the other races, to be classified as a clear favorite. So it was anybody's race when it came to the marquee event, the 100 meters sprint or dash. And so finally, Finally, it was time for that event. Housewives who were cooking at the time decided that they will turn the stove off, turn off the cooker simply because you can't miss this race. People who were sitting in the stadiums and even at home who wanted to go to the toilet, to the washroom, postponed that trip because if you went there and you came back, you will only get the results, but not the race. People who were sitting in the stadiums, as they were sitting there, they were huddled close together. They did not blink because if you blink at the wrong time, you could miss the race. It was just the marquee event of the Olympics and the eight fastest men were about to take the race. In that race, you had Usain Bolt from Jamaica. I'm sure there's some Jamaicans in the audience here tonight. Uh, Richard Thompson from Trinidad and Tobago. I don't know if there's any Trinis there in your, in your various churches. Uh, Walter Dix from the US. 
Asafa Powell from Jamaica, Charandi Martina from the Netherlands Antilles, Michael Freita from Jamaica. So you have three Jamaicans. Mark Burns from Trinidad and Tobago. You had uh, another Trinidad and Tobagoian there. Darvis Patton from the US. And the race was about to go. Set. Boom. They were off. And the race was on. Halfway through the race, Usain Bolt began to celebrate. The athletic pundits said that if Usain Bolt had not celebrated during the race, he would have even lowered the world record lower than he actually made it at that time. At the end of the race, Usain Bolt had run 9.69 seconds and the famous Bolt celebration started. By the way, Richard Thompson from Trinidad and Tobago uh, got second in that race, which was remarkable for those outside of, of, of Jamaica because the only other person who had actually done uh, some, some sort of turd or something was the guy from, from Trinidad um, who, who had done that in, in, in the previous Olympics. But now another Trinidadian, uh, Richard Thompson, he was now the highest outside of Jamaica. As I considered these athletes who run these races for a corruptible crown, for a piece of gold medal, for a gold medal or a silver medal or a bronze medal, or just for the fact that they participated, I thought of the Christian journey and living the Christian life. And therefore, the first P that I came up with as I consider these athletes is persistence, persistence. While we are asleep at night, these guys are training. While we are eating out the place, eating down the house, these guys are very particular with their diet. While we are showing in discipline in terms of our exercise programs, in discipline in terms of our physical self, these guys are working to burn fat, to build speed, to gain stamina, to be the best that they can be at their vacation, at their job. They are persistent. They do not miss a day except they have some sort of in injury. And when I look at the Christian life, for us to be true kingdom living people, we have got to be persistent with our life. We've got to be persistent with the way we live. We look at Jesus in Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, and we see persistence. You know, the, the Bible says... That, that, that we must look to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, the hardest thing to do, the most gruesome death to die, the most, the most cruel way for one to lose their life. Jesus endured that he did not shy away from it, he was very persistent. And how do I know he was persistent? Because way back in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 15, when the promise of a Messiah was made, and right through from Genesis, throughout 
to the New Testament, Jesus, God, was very persistent in chasing after humanity. His first chase in the Garden of Eden was not enough, but he chased through Exodus. He chased us through Leviticus. He chased us right down to Matthew when Jesus Christ came into the world because God had made a promise in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 15, and he was going to fulfill his promise. Watch this. When you talk about persistence, when you talk about persistence, you need to, there's a quote that says, never underestimate the power of persistence. If you want to talk about persistence, then you look at a dandelion. The dandelion will bore through any hard surface, will bore through anything, will we'll get to, no matter how tough the surface is, the dandelion will go through it. Have you ever tried killing a dandelion plant? Yeah, you try. You can pull it out. You can bring it off. You can burn it. You can cut it. But if one little speck of that root is left in the ground, it will keep on growing. When you talk about persistence, those of you who like sports, this is a quote from Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan says, I have missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and miss. I've failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. Somebody said, end of quote, somebody said that success is moving from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. Let me tell you something. <laughs> when you are persistent, it does not mean that you will not fail. It does not mean that you will not make a mistake. It does not mean that you will not suffer a defeat. But because you are persistent, because the power of God is in you, because the Spirit of God dwells in you and lives in you, and the power of Christ overshadows you, you will get up Every time you get knocked down and you will keep on the Christian journey because you are persistent. Somebody ought to say amen here. Let me rush on. If therefore, if the key of living a Christian life, a kingdom life is persistent, persistence, then the key to persistence is passion. Let me say this again. Somebody ought to hear me. That's the, the second P of kingdom living. If the key, if, if persistence, if the, if the key to, to living a, a, a kingdom life, a good Christian life is persistence, then the key to persistence is passion. Therefore, it is said, to succeed, you have to believe in something with such a passion that it becomes a reality. Now, I'm not talking here about the, the passion that we see exhibited in sports. I'm not talking about that passion because that passion is a worldly passion. I'm not talking about football fans crying when their team lose. Have you ever seen that? The, 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 even the children, they're crying when their team has lost a game or crying when their team has been defeated 
or, or hooligans who are fighting because their team has lost or even won the game. No, I'm not talking about that kind of passion. The passion I'm talking about is a deep, a deep love, a deep commitment, a deep power, a deep fire that burns within you, burns within your belly, burns within your guts, burns within your heart, burns within your mind, burns within your body that says, I am a child of God and I will do my best for God. I will be a witness for God. I will go wherever God wants me to go. I will do whatever God wants me to do because I have a passion for souls. I have a passion for the word of God. I have a passion for my neighborhood. I have a passion for my church. I have a passion to help the poor. I have a passion to help people know Christ whom to know is life eternal. That's the kind of passion that I'm talking about here. And we see that passion exhibited in Jesus Christ. For the Bible says that for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and is now set down at the right hand of God. Joy? Are you talking about going to the cross and feeling joy? No, that must be passion. For going to the cross and dying was not something easy. I mean, crucifixion was the most despicable way that you can die. It was the most cruel way that you, would, you could die. It was the most humiliating way for you to die. And yet, the King of Kings, and the Lord of Lords, the creator of this vast universe, he decided to subject himself to be nailed on the wood that he created, to be nailed with the nails that he cultivated the material that made the iron. The, 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 the creator subjected himself to the scorn of his creatorship. Why? Because the Bible says it was a joy to him to know that he can die for you and me, die for sinners. The joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. Now that's passion. That's commitment. If you're going to live an exciting Christian life for God, you have got to have passion. You've got to be able to make a commitment. I got to run on here. I got to run on here for this is what it says, that if you can cannot figure out your purpose, then figure out your passion, for your passion will lead you right into, into your purpose. And that's my next P, purpose. What is the purpose? So the first, so so understand this: that if you're going to live a good kingdom life, you must be persistent. And the 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 key to your persistence is your passion. And the key, therefore, to your passion is your purpose. So if you can't figure out your purpose, then figure out your passion. For your passion will lead you into your purpose because your life has purpose your story is important your dreams account your voice matters you were born to make an impact so you need to figure out what is your purpose and i ask you the question you know when jesus christ came to this earth he had a clear and distinct 
mission and purpose. Luke 19.10 says it clearly. The Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Everything else was just peripheral. Everything else was just by the way. Everything else was just as a result of him seeking and saving the lost. What is your purpose? Why were you saved? Or why have you come to this forum tonight to listen to these words? Why are you here? Why did God created you? Why God made you? Why God sustains you? Why God has given you that good job or that house, that home to live, those children? Hmm? Well, young people, why God sent you to that school? Why God is enabling you to have such talents? Why? If you cannot figure out your purpose, then figure out your passion. What are you passionate about? And it will give you your purpose. I would to God tonight that all of us are passionate about Christ, passionate about helping people, passionate about, about seeing this world as it is and helping someone to know Jesus Christ, whom to know is life eternal and our purpose can be found in there. For we see in Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, we see God's purpose, Jesus's purpose. The Bible says, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. He despised the shame. And now he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God to make intercession for us. Uh, the final P of kingdom living is perspective. So if you want to live in God's kingdom now and then, you have got to be persistent. And the key to your persistence is your passion. And the key to your passion is your purpose. Therefore, the key to your purpose is your perspective. What is your perspective? How do you see things? How do you see life? How do you see church? How do you see God? Uh, what kind of eyes, what kind of lens are you looking through when you look at the world, when you look at your condition, your spiritual condition, your family's spiritual condition, the state of your marriage, the state of your relationships at work, at school, in, in the playground? What is your perspective? Well, uh, let me read to you something on perspective that I came across. And it says, we spend too recklessly. We laugh too little. As a matter of fact, let me, let me, let me start it over. We have taller buildings, but shorter tempers, wider freeways, but narrower viewpoints. We spend more, but have less. We buy more, but enjoy it less. We have bigger houses and smaller families. Perspective. More conveniences, but less time. Perspective. We have more degrees, but less common sense. Perspective. More knowledge, but less judgment. More experts, but more problems. More medicine, but less wellness. Uh, perspective I'm talking about here, we spend too recklessly, laugh too little, drive too fast, get too angry too quickly, stay up too late, get up too tired, read too seldom, watch TV too much, pray too seldom. We have multiplied our possessions, but reduced our values. We talk too much, love too seldom, and lie too often. Perspective. We have learned how to make a living, but not a life. We have added years to life, not life to years. We've been all the way to the moon and back, but have trouble crossing the street. 
week to meet the new neighbor perspective. We have conquered out to space, but not in the space. We have done larger things, but not better things. We have cleaned up the air, but polluted the soul. We have split the autumn, but not our prejudice and our racism. We write more, but hear less, plan more, but accomplish less. We have learned to rush and not to wait. We have higher incomes, but lower morals. More food, but less appeasement. More acquaintances, but fewer friends. More effort, but less success. We build more computers to hold more information, to produce more copies than ever, but have less communication. We have become long on, on quantity, but short on quality. We, they, they, these are the times of fast food and slow digestion, tall men and short characters, steep profits and shallow relationships. These are the times of world peace, but domestic warfare, more leisure and less fun, more kinds of food, but less nutrition. These are the days of two incomes, but more divorce, of, of fancier homes, but broken homes. These are the days of quick trips and, and throw away moralities and one night stands and and, 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 and pills that do everything uh, from cheer to quiet to kill. These are the days, somebody help me, it's a time when there is much in the show window and nothing in the stockroom perspective. What is your perspective on your Christian life, on God, on Jesus Christ, on the Holy Spirit, on prayer, on relationships, on your family, on the community, on the church, and on getting to heaven. What is your perspective? Well, as I close here quickly, because my time is up, uh, one young man, since I'm in the uh, genre of sports tonight, who had his perspective very, very clear, was a young man, young footballer by the name of Neymar. At the last Olympics in Brazil, Neymar, uh, the Brazil football team, got into the finals of the Olympics. And everybody, then people started to research because everybody thought that because Brazil is this great footballing nation and they won the World Cup the most, that they had actually won the Olympics gold, only to discover that they had never won it. And so they got to the finals and it was a penalty shootout to determine who will win. And Neymar, one of the bright stars of Brazil, stepped up to take the final penalty. If he scored, Brazil will win. The, 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 the hopes of an entire nation rested upon his young shoulders. He steps up. He sticks the penalty away. And he runs off to celebrate. And as he is running to celebrate, he whips out a bandana. And that bandana, as he ties it around his head, says 100% Jesus. As he steps onto the podium to take that gold medal, it continued to say 100% Jesus. The whole world saw that this young man had given his life to Jesus. Yes, he plays football, but he had given his life to Jesus. It was a witness. Whether you believed in Jesus or not, you saw it. He had the right perspective. Yes, he was doing this for a corruptible crown, but in his heart of hearts, he had the correct perspective of who gave him the strength and the power to do what he did. 100% Jesus. When he won the next year, the Champions League with Barcelona, he whipped out that bandana again uh, that said 100% Jesus. As he walked up that 
tall stairway to get to his medal. The world saw, everybody took note that he was 100% Jesus. As I close here today, are you 100% Jesus? Because if you're 100% Jesus, you will be persistent. Because if you're 100% Jesus, you will have passion. You will have purpose. Because if you're 100% Jesus, you will have the right perspective. Because if you have the right perspective, you will, be you will be persistent. And if you're persistent, you will be passionate. And if you're passionate, you will have purpose. And if you have purpose, you will have the right perspective. And if you have the right perspective, you will have purpose. And if you have purpose, you will have passion. And if you have passion, you will be persistent. And if you're persistent, you will have passion. And if you have passion, you will have purpose. And if you have purpose, you will be have the right perspective. Are you 100% Jesus tonight? Our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed. Lord, we thank you for your words to us tonight. Bless your people. And give us the correct perspective so that we can be persistent, so that we can be passionate, so that we can be purposeful as we live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, everybody. Thank you. And praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor, for that powerful, timely message. Brother Stephen will now announce what comes next. Amen, amen. I'd just like to, to thank um, Pastor Thomas again for that, that really inspiring and, and even challenging message to all of us. And at this time, I'm just going to hand over to Chisola. He's just going to lead us into a season of testimonies and thanksgiving. So just as Chisola um, leads us out, I just want you to be thinking about what Pastor Thomas has challenged us this evening as it resonates in your mind. So I'll just hand over to Chisola now. Thank you, um, Stephen, and and yeah, wow, what um what a message and what a timely message. Um, we are going into a time of testimonies, um, and we just want to thank God um, for this opportunity to be able to come together um, as a church family um, to be able to have this week of prayer um, this year. And um, you know, before we go into that time of testimonies, Psalms chapter 9 verse 1 um, says I will give thanks to you Lord with all of my heart and I will tell of your wonderful deeds and you know the Lord has done so much for us in our lives um, that we cannot stay silent and so I'm just going to invite um, maybe two people to share um, what God has done for them um, it may have been over the last day, it might have been over the last week, it might have been over the last month, but, you know, the Lord implores us not to stay silent. And the psalmist here reminds us to give thanks to God with all of our heart. So I'm just going to open the floor now um, for maybe two, two testimonies um, at this time. So is there anyone who wants to lead us into sharing of our testimonies? Can I share uh, 
I would like to thank God and praise Him. Um, we did see a miracle yesterday. My father was not well yesterday morning and he was admitted. Um, he couldn't breathe. Then they found that he had um, COVID positive. Uh, his saturation dropped. It um, went to from uh, 95, dropped to 80. So, so they were thinking what to do. Doctors were not sure. They called the family. My sister is there on her own. And uh, they called her and said that he is critical. And that's the time um, I texted Stephanie. I said, uh, because normally we have on Saturday, quarter past two, we have a Bible study for Malden group. So I said, Stephanie, sorry, we can't come for the Bible study. My dad is not well. Please pray. And um, Malden, we are as, uh, as a family, they forego the uh, Bible study. And um, but during this time, we were thinking of shifting our dad to different hospital because uh, the hospital where he is now doesn't have uh, the special uh, like if they need to put him on ventilator, they don't have that facility. So meanwhile, we are talking to people here and there to arrange for him to be shifted to a bigger hospital. And uh, within that uh, an hour period. The doctor uh, who's um, attending to my father, when we called him, he said the sats have improved. Then we prayed God because by the time we didn't, if it is around 3.30 here, it will be evening 9, 10 o'clock. We don't want to distress our dad by shifting at that time to different hospital. Mm -hmm. And um, we thank God as a family. And then later on, we found that at that time, between 2.15 to 3.15, Malden group, they f they didn't have the Bible study, rather they, they went on their kneel and they prayed. We worship a God who still does miracles, same yesterday, today and forever. We praise God that his sads have improved. But this morning, today, our mom is not well and she's been admitted as well. But we trust in God. I'm sure God will protect them. I'm telling this mainly for those I know, few of them has mentioned that People are affected with COVID, but as Elder Paul prayed, COVID is nothing. Our God is greater than the pandemic. So let's not lose faith. Let us still trust in him and cast all of our burden. Surely God will do us a miracle. Amen. 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 Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Um, praise the Lord for that testimony. Um, it's yeah, such a powerful testimony. And our God is truly um, a still a God who performs miracles. Um, praise the Lord. Amen. Um, we just have time for one more testimony. Is there anybody else who um, is burning to share the testimony of how God has been so good to them? Um, I know many of us could share, but is there, is there one, one more testimony for this evening? If there's no more burning testimonies for this, if there's no more burning testimonies for this evening, um, I'll share mine. Um, I didn't mind sharing mine. 
Um, but on Friday, this happened actually this week, Friday, and I shared it with the youth on Friday. Um, I went out for a walk in our local woods, which I've actually never been to. It was my first time, but I wanted to get some fresh air. Um, and as I was out for this walk, um, I spent quite a long time out in nature. Um, and I didn't realize, but it was starting to get uh, starting to get dark. It was starting to draw closer to sunset. Um, and as I it, as the time was getting closer to sunset, starting to realize that I was definitely very far from the car park. And I also didn't know where I was going. Um, and so as I kept walking, it, it's starting to get darker and darker and managed to bump into um, this random person. Uh, you know, I hadn't seen anybody in the woods for probably about 15, 20 minutes, bumped into this person who was walking his dog. And I, and I said, excuse me, do you, do you happen to know the way out of here? I, I think I'm lost. Um, and he said, yes, don't worry. Um, you know, it's starting to get really dark. So I'll, I'll take you basically and guide you on, on the way out. Um, and uh, to, to cut a long story short, we, we walked and we spoke for, for 15, 20 minutes. I was quite far from the car park and by this time it was dark. Um, and I actually said to him, you must be a guardian angel because even before I asked of this request from God, he put this man in my path. I definitely wouldn't, I was walking the total opposite direction um, to the exit of the park and to the, uh, and to the car park. And I know that God deliberately um, place this man at that time mm -hmm. to be able to help to get me out of the park safely. Um, and I just thank him because even before I'd mm -hmm. asked, he'd already answered. Amen. And so I want to thank God for, for, for that because I know um, for many of us, he's continually providing before we even ask of him, um, he's answered our prayers. Amen. Um, so I just want to encourage you um, throughout this week, um, to, to, to come ready to share your testimonies. We want to hear how God has been good for each and every one of us because we know he has done so much yeah. in our lives. Um, yeah. so let's, um, and continue with the rest of the program. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Jason, and Thank you for the, the powerful testimonies that have been shared. I think it's a reminder that there's God that we serve when we talk about it. It's not just a a God that we can read from the Bible, but it's a God that's actually involved and you know concerned with our everyday life. He has an effect in our lives. So we just want to um, just praise God for those testimonies. And actually, it's the same God that we're going to be praying for, praying to this evening now as well. So just as we enter into another season of prayer, I'm just going to ask Pastor Anthony, if you're there, Pastor, if you could just pray a prayer in particular that we would be able to live out these four P's of kingdom living, that we would be uh, we would be um, full of persistence. We would be have we would have passion. We would have perspective, and also that we would have purpose in our lives. And I'll also ask if Auntie Sneha, if you could again just pray for all the the ongoing testimonies and all the ongoing prayer requests as well, that God will continue to work in the lives of of His people in these four churches as well. So I've got to ask Pastor Anthony if you could if you could. Um, please unmute and, and pray that we can live the four Ps. And then, Auntie Snare, if you could pray um, for the ongoing testimonies and, and, and prayer requests as well. Are you there, Pastor Anthony? I think you, you might have to unmute your mic.
if not that if 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 not could i ask pastor melky is that okay if you could if you could pray for the, that same prayer point instead for that we can live out the four p's of kingdom living in our life god in heaven we do thank you once again for this wonderful opportunity for us to hear your word through pastor kirk thank you so much for his anointing dear lord your word has come to us at the right time thank you so much dear lord for the purpose for the passion for the perspective and also to have persistence god in heaven thank you so much for this four keys that we will be able to use it by the power of the holy spirit so that we can we can behold jesus christ in spite of so many burdens and problems and difficulties and pandemic we thank you in spite of all this dreadful moment dear lord we have jesus as our hope where we can trust and where we can see our lives tomorrow thank you so much dear lord for this wonderful congregations bless them and choose them and anoint them and mold them and make them so that they will move forward with your task lord your coming is very soon so many uncertainty that we are experiencing nowadays dear lord but in spite of all these things help us to abide in jesus christ because except you we can't do anything and therefore dear lord we beg you and we implore you please dear lord permit jesus to abide in us so that we can abide in him as well thank you so much for hearing these petitions and accepting us and giving us the power to go with these four keys in jesus mighty name we pray amen amen spray a loving heavenly father lord we want to thank you so much for this wonderful opportunity that we could come together lord as your people to um praise and worship you we want to thank you lord for the message that was brought to us help us lord to not only be hearers of your word but doers of your word lord in a very special way i want to thank you for the testimonies that uh, uh, we've heard i want to thank you lord that you're not only a, a prayer hearing god but you're a prayer answering god and even before we could uh, ask you lord we you answer us and i want to thank you lord uh for um the loving god that you are lord and thank you so much for the promise that you have in your word that um, you will never leave us or forsake us and no matter what ever we face in our life lord you told us that um we should not fear and that we should not be dismayed because you are our god and lord help us as your people uh to have that trust and faith and confidence in you that you are a god who is in control of this uh, whole universe and uh, you know everything that we face you know the um, difficulties you know uh, the temptations every trial that we face every tribulation you know it all lord and you told us also in your word that you will not give us more than we can bear but lord many times uh, we are feeble and we are weak but as your word also says that um are um that are 
strength, um, your strength is made perfect in our weakness. So help us, Lord. And I want to thank you and praise you again uh, for being um, uh, um, mighty and a great God for uh, performing miracles in our lives even today. And uh, thank you, Lord, for all the blessings that you shower on us each day. We are undeserving of your mercy, but thank you, Lord, for being so faithful to us. I also want to submit all the other requests that we have, Lord, and may each and every request be fulfilled in accordance with your will. This I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for those prayers. In Christ alone, my hope is found. He alone is our rock. And Lord, at this time, we're just going to we're just going to join together and sing our theme song in Christ alone. So I just invite you, even though I know you're muted um, and I know it's nearly nine o'clock, but if you could just sing along with these, with this song and let the words of this song may empower you this evening. Um, I think we've recognized that for us to live out these, these principles of kingdom living, it's only going to be possible through Jesus. So at this time, we'll listen to our, our theme song in Christ alone. Join us as we sing our theme song for the week in Christ alone. Let's say, in Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my soul. This cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths of peace. When fears are still, when striving cease, my comforter, my all in all, here in the love of Christ I stand. Christ alone? In Christ alone, who took on flesh, fullness of God in helpless faith. This gift of love and righteousness Scorned by the ones he came to save Till on that cross as Jesus died The wrath of God was satisfied For every sin on him was laid Here in the death of Christ I live. There in the ground his body lay, light of the world by darkness slain, then burst in forth in glorious day. Up from the grave he rose again, as he stands Mind my, my death, death. No power of hell, no scheme of man can 
sadly uh, but it's time for us to, to end so i'll just ask if pastor anthony if you could just offer us a closing prayer as we end if that's okay pastor let us pray father we are truly grateful mm-hmm. for always come coming our way to introduce us to better means and better ways of living our christian journey I want to thank you for the message that has come to us. We also want to say thank you for the privilege to bring all our cares, our burdens, and our worries, and to lay them at the foot of the cross. And our Lord, I pray that as we separate from one another, but not from your presence, may your spirit of peace continue to abide with each one of us. May you give us a good night rest. And tomorrow, Lord, if it is your will that we should live to see another day, we will remember to give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praises. So thank you for hearing, and thank you for blessing, because we ask this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 i just like to take this time to thank you once again all for joining us um, for the, the second evening of our week of prayer. So far, thank you again, Pastor, Pastor Thomas, for, for, for inspiring and even challenging us this evening, and hopefully these are these are thoughts that we'll take with us into the next week and also into the future as well. Um, I just want to thank you all for joining. The turnout has been um, really, really good for the past two sessions. So continue to keep coming. Invite your friends as well. There is the poster um, that's been in the group chat as well. So please feel free to share that with your friends, work colleagues, whoever they may be, so they can join. Um, and also all of these sessions have been recorded and they've been put on YouTube as well. So if you know someone that would appreciate from either hearing the messages um, you're always free to to send them those messages and invite them so again i hope that you all have a good night and please join us again tomorrow um, at the same time from 7 30 where pastor wayne erasmus is going to be delivering us the message pastor wayne erasmus really really good speaker as well um, so we look forward to seeing you um, have a blessed evening and good night good night thank you very much thank you thank you pastor Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Pastor.